This is Photo Biz X, episode number 340, and part one of a two-part Christmas special recorded live with Photo Biz X members on a recent Zoom call. Actually recorded this morning, Christmas Eve Eve, and that audio is coming up in just a second. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here from Impact Images and welcome to this episode of the podcast. As I mentioned, it's recorded live from this morning's Zoom meeting with PhotoBizX members. The idea for part one was to ask listeners if they can share one thing that has worked extremely well for their photography business in 2019. In part two, we cover one thing that they're going to be doubling down on in 2020 to improve their business. And also we ask about embarrassing moments or stuff ups that you're happy to share. So there's a bunch of those there as well. It was a great fun episode to record. There has literally been no editing on the audio whatsoever. So this is as raw as it gets. Uh, I don't normally send anything out like this, but because it was recorded just this morning and I do want to get it out to you today, Monday, which is a regular podcast day, each week and also because tomorrow is Christmas Eve and I know you're going to have better things to do than be listening to podcast episodes. So sit back, enjoy this episode. If you've got any questions, any follow-up questions for anything that was shared by anyone that you hear, feel free to post inside the members Facebook group or if you listen to the free version of this podcast, post in the comments area. I know that the contributor who shared their win or wins or winning ideas for 2019 will be happy to come back and elaborate on those if you do have any follow-up questions. We're going to get straight into this today. I'll talk to you quickly at the end, but let's get into this for now. Welcome to another great eye for business. It's time for Andrew's special guest. There's Elle. Hey, Elle. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Ages since I've seen you on, uh, on here. <laughs> great. This was, a, this was a weekly thing a, a little while I ago. Know, I miss it. I really do. And <laughs> look, Kristen's got a drink. Awesome. Is that a scotch? <laughs> it, uh, it's Jefferson's bourbon. <laughs> oh, <the nice>. <laughs> yeah. Coffee. What have you got there, Mark? Anything? Yeah. Spike seltzer. That stuff is really good. What is it? Is it? Yeah. Spike seltzer? Yeah, it's a vodka soda. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's way too early here in Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's five o'clock here, so, so I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how are you going, Elle? Because you're obviously off the drinks. Oh, I am. That's one thing that I have been. They say that pregnant women are emotional anyway, but yeah, I did have a slight meltdown a couple of weeks ago over a glass of wine when we went up to the Gold Coast on our baby moon. I was like, <laughs> I just need one. So I, had, I had my one and it's tied me over for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say you went up there for? For your baby what? My baby moon. Baby moon. Oh, is that like honeymoon, baby moon? I've never yeah, heard, that I heard of a baby moon. No. <laughs> yeah, so it's like our last holiday before the baby comes along. And so, <laughs> yeah, we just went up, we went up the coast and, uh, and just sort of chilled out for a little bit. But no. given that most of the activities that my husband and I do is involves alcohol, um, it, was, it was quite strange being on holidays without a drink. So, but anyway. <laughs> 
Apparently it's all worth it, isn't it? Well, you've got a bit more about the gun. Yeah. Uh, as soon as this baby comes out, hand me the bottle of wine. <laughs> what about you might be breastfeeding? Yeah, that's fine. And apparently it helps the baby sleep. So. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I can see Julie's there. Obviously the racket's not coming from Julie. Who, who's got someone cleaning up in the kitchen in the background? Who's that? Hi, Julie. Hey, Bernie, how are you? Good, mate. Merry Christmas. Yeah, same to you. Cup of tea? Well, no, it's a flat white, mate. A flat, flat white, white, no, flat white. <laughs> I may be English, but I'm well over a cup of tea. <laughs> All the best for Christmas, everybody. <laughs> hey, Rachel, how are you? I'm good. Where, 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 where are you based, Rachel? I'm out at Millthorpe, so I'm about three and a half hours west of Sydney. Oh, okay, nice. Who's um who's got the racket going on in the background? Let me see. Where can I meet people individually? I'm just trying to find the controls here. Here we go. Oops, someone might have done it. <laughs> Stopped. Uh, so Julie, have you got your mic on? Uh yeah, can you hear me now? I can now, yeah. How are you, Julie? Yeah, great for him. Yeah, we just drove uh, ten hours yesterday to go to my husband's uh, family in the Riverina. And uh, yeah, now we're here relaxing, so it's good. Relaxing and uh, and on on screen as well, and doing this, fantastic. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't miss it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who's this, Chris? Hey, Chris, how are you, mate? Oh, he hasn't. Got yeah, that. good, mate. How you doing, Andrew? Good, good. You're still in the US? Yeah, still here. Yeah, hopefully uh, I can pull it off to get back next year, back to the UK. Good one, good one. And how's um, but how's as you know, with uh, you know, heart attack. My wife had cancer. Oh. Uh, you know, it's amazing what health insurance won't cover. And then suddenly our health insurance went, got jacked up so high we can't afford it. So yeah, right. kind of in a you, precarious situation here. So you would have uh, all no your health own insurance. What? You would have your own private health insurance as a self-employed photographer. Yeah. So, you, well, I don't because I can't afford it. It went up to twenty two hundred a month. Wow, for two people. So, um, I mean, I've, I've heard, you know, talked with other photographers, and they've told me, you know, paying or they don't pay it because they can't afford it, but up close to four grand a month for two people. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Wow. But I mean, anyway. It, I got stuck with a big, massive bill from the hospital after the heart attack last year, and then uh, and then my wife had cancer on her head, so another ten grand out of the bank, and then the insurance went up. So it's like one thing after another. But hey, that's life. Well, you're still smiling. That's a good thing. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's Anthony. How are you, Anthony? I'm doing good. How about how about you, Andrew? Good, mate. Good. Now I always get confused. Are you? You're in Texas, aren't you? I'm in Texas, yeah. Are you moved between two different cities or you have moved? We have moved. Um, our life is a little crazy. Uh, well, it's not as crazy anymore, but um, we moved to a small little town uh, for a little while while my wife was going to school. And uh, I was traveling back and forth and staying San Antonio based. And uh, we moved back uh, a few months ago back to our hometown. Uh, my wife was still traveling here and there, uh, but she just finished her semester of school where 
she needs to physically be there and she has like two more years left. So she'll only have to travel back and forth every now and then. Oh, that's good. That's good. But yeah, so we're a bit more settled now. Yeah. A little more settled than it was. It was, I was just on the road all the time for the past two years. So. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. It's good things are settled down. I can see um, crazy Kate Thomas there. <laughs> How are you, Kate? Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 that's funny how are you kate i'm great thank you yeah really good excellent yeah. good there's merv how are you mervin up andrew how's it going fella good, good to see you it's saying likewise you sort of disappeared off the off the uh group mate there for a little while after you posted that that um that heartfelt uh post yeah i actually um realized that half of the responses i sent didn't send like I just, just, I started, I went back about an hour ago and started to read through them and half of them ever sent. I don't know what happened. So I just responded to you a minute ago, actually. Oh, did you, um, oh good. But so is, is life better? Yeah, life's better. Yeah, I think it was just, uh, I think I needed time to sort of restock uh, or take stock. And, and yeah, I think things are a lot better now. I've, I've, re- I've worked out a formula, should we say. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, things are a lot better. Awesome. Hey, Dean. Hey, Nick. How are you? Hey, hey. Dean Richter, mate, how are you, mate? How's Hi, Andy, how are you? We're good. How's things in the northern suburbs of good Sydney? The, north, the northern beaches. Northern beaches, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, going well, mate. Um, we're avoiding the fires at the moment, so that's good. Yeah. So, what, Rachel, have you got fires near you out west? Um, I did actually put a post on my business page to explain where the fires are with us and how big they are at the moment. So... For those overseas, so they're about 85Ks away from us as the crow flies. We're covered in smoke um, whenever the wind blows from the east. In New South Wales, as of last night, it was up to 2.8 million hectares that have been burnt, which is the size of North Korea. Wow. Um, They literally won't be put out until we have rain. There's no way you can put them out. Mm. A few little stats Every time you see a retardant drop from that the big tanker, it's about forty thousand dollars. Really? So, yeah, sort of thing. So um, yeah, so we're our air quality at the moment's about oh, it's over. They measure it in some sort of units, and it's over twelve hundred. It's said to be hazardous over hazardous over two hundred. So, <laughs> but look, we're you know we're completely safe. Um, so. I count ourselves really, really lucky sort of thing. We're dealing with a bit of smoke and um, drought, but we're not dealing with what the people in the fire zones are. Yeah. Well, well, that's, that's... So that, that mega fire, I measured it last night. It's about 125 kilometres at the widest points. So it's, um, and if no. it joins up with the one south of Katoomba, it'll um, be big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's an understatement. All right, guys. Well, what we might do is um, let, let's we'll, we'll try and add some let's kind of format. To this. It could be um, it can be pretty relaxed. If you, okay, if you mute your microphone, <laughs> um, uh, it's probably going to be easier to do that way. So if you go click up on your where you can see yourself, you have an option there to mute yourself, and then. Um, but I think what we'll do is we'll try and go around the table as best we can. Uh, you can take yourself off mute. You can put your hand up. Uh, let me know that you want to speak. But why don't, why don't we start with what is um, what's something that 
that has worked for you this year in uh, 2019? As far as your business goes, something that's worked really well, something that you're happy to share. And, um, you know, it could be something super, super simple. It could be a bit more involved. We'll, we'll just decide how deep we go into it. But, uh, um, yeah, who wants to start? Who's done something that has worked well? Merv. Okay, Mervin. Sorry. I'll jump straight in. The, the biggest thing for me is engaging with customers one-on-one in inboxes, DMs, any kind of instant messaging. Like if you have that one-on-one interaction with them, when they just show any sort of interest in your business or your photography, um, you, you build conversations and trust and you start a rapport, you build a rapport. And off the back of that, they then ask about your services. And oftentimes, not oftentimes, I'd say a quarter of the time, maybe a third, you'll, you'll end up with a booking or at some point down the line. Sure. So what, one of the things I remember you saying about that though, and I, and I was concerned that that is what was leading you to this, this maybe, let's call it burnout for want of a better word, yeah. was the fact that you had so many of these conversations on the run. Like you'd run a Facebook ad and have 20, 30 people that you're talking yeah. to. How are you yeah. managing that? So you just, uh, it's the type of conversations you're having, right? So it's sometimes you, you can tell those who, based on how they've interacted and responded and, and you kind of recognize some repeat people so they'll be liking and commenting all the time those are the ones that you want to engage yourself more with instead of someone who's just um uh giving you a like for example you know that could be a very generic message and then you let them come back to you with more so um once once they're engaged in the conversation then you go from there but depend you have to just use your own intuition right like everyone's going to have different levels of interest in what you do not everyone's going to be a client and you can tell those that are really um interested and involved in your business as a concept or, or your photography. Okay, you so you're, so you're, you're trying to elicit a comment and then you're going back and continuing the conversation. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Are, are you steering it towards a phone call or are you steering it towards uh, a phone call? Yeah, yeah, I'm steering it towards a phone call. And oftentimes you'll find that they're happy uh, having a, a chat type conversation, a lot more comfortable there. You put in the link to, to schedule in a call and they'll just go quiet on you. So either that's, they're not interested in your services or oftentimes they're actually just reluctant to get on the phone. So, you know, that is worth following up after that and just asking, you know, are you reluctant to get on the phone? And I've oftentimes had people say, yes, actually, I'd much prefer you tell me about your services here and now. So, and I've, and I've done that on a few occasions and it's worked out okay. Love it. Love it. It's fantastic. So for, for everyone else uh, that's on the call, there's also a chat window available to you. So you can, you can jump in and ask Mervyn or anyone that's speaking a question or we can use the chat uh, window. So if you bring your cursor down to the bottom of the screen, you should have the the option to click on the chat button there. Uh, does someone want to just type something in there? Can, can anyone find that? Just give me a yes. Hello, that's great. Awesome. Okay. So that's working. So if you've got a question, if you want to jump in, uh, by all means, post there. Uh, anyone else got something in 2019 that, it's, that has worked well for them? Yeah, L. So um, for me, it was quite an interesting year this year because I've had a lot going on. Um, I got married and went on a couple of honeymoons um, and then fell pregnant very quickly, which was very lucky. But I was really, really sick when I came back from my honeymoon and absolutely not even interested in opening up my laptop. Um, But what it was really good for me was that um, I had put in a lot of hard yards um, with Google um, to try and improve my SEO. And that has pretty much gotten me all of my clients for the second half of the year since I got back from my, um, since I got back from my honeymoon, I have just been, Google has done done all my work for me and I haven't really done any active marketing, but um, yeah, I'm just about to photograph my 66th 
baby this year and I work at the hospital three days a week as well. So I'm only sort of dedicating around about probably 16 hours a week on my business. And um, yeah, average sale of well over $2,000 and I've just hit six figures, which is really cool. But it's been really interesting to just kind of go, I've done nothing since I fell pregnant. And um, and the kind of the bookings have just, I've still been turning so many people away because I haven't been able to fit them in. So um, I think I need to credit a lot of that to, um, to Alex Vita, who I obviously found through the podcast. And it was a fascinating meeting with him because I kind of thought he was going to pull up all this technical stuff, but most of the stuff he talked about was actually the experience of being on my website. And I kind of did everything he told, well, probably 75% of, I think I've still got a list of things to do, but I did most of the things that he told me kind of thinking, oh, I'm not really sure this is going to make a whole lot of difference. And I pretty much got to, you know, the top, Top one to two, you know, sort of varies each day um, in Melbourne. But um, wow. yeah, newborn photography, it was, um, yeah, got got to number one and, and that's done all my work for me. So it'll be interesting to see kind of where my business can go when I've got some time to dedicate to actually doing some active marketing um, as well as just sitting back and letting Google do all my work for me next year. That is so good. So just, just for everyone that's on the call or listening to this, how much did it cost to hire Alex and were you there when he went through your website or you just left it with him and he came back with a report? How did it work? I actually just did an <coughs> with him. So I don't think it cost me that much money. I want to say it was like 150 US or something for an hour or something like that. And he went through my website and then we just jumped on a call and he went through um, went through my whole website with me and he was kind of like, you know, like where do they go to from here? And I really thought he was going to be like, this doesn't have an alt tag and this doesn't have a, you know, a meta heading and all this other stuff that, you know, goes all over my head. And he was kind of like, put a button here and send them here and do this. And it, it made such a big difference. I was absolutely fascinated. Unreal. Okay. What's, what's your website URL? Maybe you can put that in the chat as well, but what is it? Uh, it's www.alwaysbellphotography.com.au. Okay. Fantastic. And then I, I'm guessing that Alex recorded the conversation and you took notes and you went away and actioned those things. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly. And he was just like, come back at any time if you've got any more questions. But um, that was probably 12 months ago now. And I really didn't need to because even probably not even doing all of the things that he told me to do um, made a huge difference um, to my to my website. And now I sort of sit between for my keywords you know somewhere between one two and three on any given day nice and he he prioritized that list as well didn't he yes yeah definitely yep and the cost do you remember um i feel like it was about 150 us for an hour or something like that wow pretty pretty amazing results yeah i've got more extensive ones but he did tell me he was happy to look at my website and said there wasn't, there was just a few things I needed to tweak. So I didn't need a full sort of SEO kind of, um, you know, overview, things like that. Great. Okay. So this is Alex Vita from foregroundweb.com. So he's been interviewed on the show. His podcast was super informative on how to set up your website, but he'll also do the, um, the audit if you want him to. And he's so lovely. <laughs> he's, he's an awesome guy. Yeah, really. Yeah. And he's based, I think it's, is it Romania? Romania? Can't Somewhere remember. in Eastern, Eastern Europe. Europe. Yeah. He's um, very serious, but he's, he's so good. <laughs> everyone's moving around here. Is Mervyn still here? Oh, Mervyn, there he is in the middle. Mervyn, just, I didn't ask you, and I, I really should have, uh, out of the different social media platforms, which one was the best for interacting that you found with clients? Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Definitely Instagram. Yeah. That's where you're focusing or that's where you're getting more interaction? That's where I'm getting more interaction. 
Back That's when we get more interaction. Yeah, I'm finding that um, something that I've learned, and, and I don't know if you guys might find this as well, and I, I've seen it in other platforms too, and other photographer platforms, sorry. Um, sorry, other photographers' profiles, is that um, what I'm finding is people are less interested in the photography itself um, and so and I was looking at the analytics if I put a photo up of myself I'll get three times as many likes versus a really amazing what I would consider an amazing photograph right um, and what I'm learning is that because of what I, I do I guess the, it's boudoir photography right I'm learning that actually it's more about the trust and the engagement and then the photography becomes second. So uh, I'm now having to feed that machine and sort of be me and, you know, do a lot of video and talk a lot about what I do, which people lap up and then they're interested in the services. So yeah, that might be something worth considering that, you know, as photographers, I think we, a lot of us hide behind our photography, but if you can get yourself out there a lot more, you'd be, it will benefit you 100%. People relate with people. Love it. There's uh, Julie Muir's there shaking it or nodding away in agreement because you're, you're pretty active, aren't you, Julie, on social media and getting yourself on the screen and uh, interacting with people. Yeah, no, it is a little bit different for me because I'm a celebrant. So people definitely want to see what I look like and hear what I sound like before they book me as their celebrant. But it's still all the same. I just looked at my top nine of the year, top nine of nine. And uh I'm in seven of them. The photos of me are seven of them, even though I'm always posting beautiful photos of my couples and different aspects of the ceremony. And uh, people just can't get enough of the person behind the brand. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And when you say the top nine of 2019, that's an Instagram little thing you can do. Yeah, you have to nine. click on a website, I think. And then it, you have to obviously put in your details, give it access, and then it'll generate your most popular posts of the year. It's very insightful. Nice. Yeah. And being a celebrant, the, fo- the, the gorgeous photos you're posting are actually from photographers. So they're not photos from your phone. These are actual professional photos. Um, yeah, I leave the professional photos for my feed and then I just put my own photos on the Insta stories because they're gone in 24 hours. But yeah, my feed are like professional photographers' photos. Yeah, but it's always the ones of me in it. That, okay. uh, and do you do anything like uh, Mervyn was talking about? Do you go back and interact? Do you start uh, private messaging or DMing? No, I was really interested to hear Mervyn talk about that because for me, this is the year of setting boundaries and uh, <laughs> the opposite of what I'm <laughs> So I'm like, oh, it's not a path I really want to go down. I've been like taking meetings every day of the week and emailing every day of the week. And now my New Year's resolution is to have one definite day off a week, which is Sunday, um, you know, with my husband. And um, yeah, for me, it's the year of boundaries. So I've just introduced uh, Calendly. And now I can own, because I'm too soft. So if someone asks me, I'll say, oh yeah, of course I'll meet on a Sunday. That's fine. But now with Calendly, I have it set, the parameters set so that I can only have meetings, you know, two nights a week and a Saturday morning. So it's early days, but the signs are really good that it's going to um, be really helpful for me and my personal life. Nice. That is awesome. Uh, We did something like that years ago. We just started saying no to Sundays and uh, that, that changed everything for us. Um, Yeah. Just, you just have to do it. And we, we do it on midweek days as well for evenings and stuff. We just say, these are the days we can see people. These are the days we can't. And we just stick to it. And it's worked lovely. Uh, Katrina, is that you waving at me? Or is that your son having fun in front of the camera? (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> nice. Who, who else has done something in 2019 that's worked extremely well in their business? Um, apart from Katrina's son. <laughs> Ian, you've, you've, done, you've been working on some big things with um, messenger marketing and some changes are coming about. Have you been implementing and practicing with those or not yet? You just have to unmute yourself, Ian, one sec. Yeah, so I've been um, I've been tweaking and playing with uh, with all that stuff. Basically, the main thing that's happening is that Facebook is going to uh, not allow us to send any messages to customers more than twenty four hours after they've interacted with us. So it used to be that there was a rule that you could engage with them for twenty four hours after their message to you plus one follow up. The plus one follow up um, was scheduled to disappear on January 15th so I was madly kind of getting ready and it's just changed in the last this week it's just changed to March 4th um, and there's nothing to say it might not change again so <laughs> anyone on this call who's doing some messenger stuff um, just don't let those changes stress you out uh, in 2020 I'm going to be coming out with a new version of our course but also some blog posts and stuff just to explain what's happening um, the main, the main thing that I'm changing in our, in our stuff is I'm asking people for their phone number and email address um, so that we can send texts and emails to re-engage people and then you can get them into your messenger flow after, after that. So then you can follow up with yeah. them from there. Yeah. Cool. The, the biggest thing this year, honestly, hasn't been messenger. Um, for, um, for me, though, it's been doing planning, planning appointments. That's made a, a huge a huge difference to our, our business. Messenger is still working really well, but we're kind of um, just continuing on with it. But um, having planning appointments before portrait sessions, um, I've heard it on your show numerous times over the years, and this is the year where I've actually, about the last three or four months, I've, um, I've met with every single family and every single couple before their shoot and planned it out, showing them all the, all the products. And they do things like they say, well, that's the one that I want. And they point at something on the wall and it's two and a half thousand dollars. And you tell them the price line, yeah, that's the one that I want. So you go into the shoot knowing exactly what you're getting um, afterwards and you can shoot for it. It's amazing. That is awesome. So you're doing this for engagement shoots as well as families. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought that engagement, I thought that couples wouldn't come. I thought they'd say we're, we're too busy, but, but they're, they've been doing it and, the benefit with them is that the guy gets engaged, wrong word, but you know what I mean, um, and, and suddenly he's contributing ideas for shoot locations and clothes and things like that, and he's, he's in, whereas before that he was getting dragged to the shoot and you'd have to work at the shoot to sort of bring him in, um, yeah. but he's already on board. And then he's also already across the products and the prices and, and things like that. So do you, I can see some products behind you uh, in the view. Mm. So do you actually have pricing on your walls like Joel Dunn does? Or do you, or do so you? I put some on the walls and then we had a really hot day and they literally all fell off. Um, <laughs> I'm not a religious guy, but that seemed like, that seemed like a sign. Um, so the, the plan has been to put them back on, but it's a really, um, so we also at the same time as having the planning appointments, kind of start, I realised that my tour of the studio, um, by studio, I mean this room, um, was taking about 20 minutes just to explain all the products and the prices. And so I made everything small, medium or large. Um, there's three numbers 
everything is focused around collections. So the one behind me is a medium framed collection. Um, and so I just give them three numbers um, and, and we're done. So putting prices on the wall would probably help, but it's not, you know, it's not a complicated thing to understand anyway. Sure. Um, someone has just arrived. I need to, um, I need to go. I'll be back in two minutes. Okay. Sorry about this. Someone's got to remind me to ask Ian when he comes back if it's the same pricing for engagement shoots as well as family shoots. I'll be and curious can you ask that. him if he's got a home studio or a commercial studio? Do you know that? Uh, he works from home. He's got a room yeah. in his home. Yeah. Right. Uh, which I've slept in. Yeah. <laughs> not, with, not with Ian. <laughs> Just, that was a spare room. <laughs> um, and I think I saw a, a question there from Ed, so I'll put that to, to Ian when he comes back. It looks like he just had a delivery. Did he, did he show us what it was? Was it a package? Um, and Nick, I think, were you putting your hand up, Nick, Nick Church, to ask a question or tell us what, something that's worked for you this year? Did I say that before? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I can't remember what I put my hand up for. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> I've just come back from a wedding. But um, something that w- that's worked for me this year is just in the last two months, I've been outsourcing my editing, which is something I've resisted for ages because... Um, I think I had the, the the crazy notion that my editing was somehow special and I understood my photography best, you know, and all those things that, that you think that it, it's my brand and everything else. Um, and I've, I've gone through a couple of people, but I, f- I found um, there's um, a woman quite close to us. Um, it's in the south coast of the UK. And just the first time getting back a, a gallery, I mean, she has the presets and stuff, but it, it just looked like my edits it was really uncanny to get to get back from somebody else and it just looked like your stuff and um i immediately felt the the weight off my shoulders of, cause at that point i had i think i was at 18 weddings to edit in a queue wow. ahead of me um <laughs> and so i was I, this was about um october time and i was last year when i was in the similar position i i finished all of the summer previously about march time um, and had about two days off, and then I was back into the next season of, of weddings. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm almost through the backlog already. So, I'm, yeah, so that, that's something that's going to free up a huge amount of time next year, um, which I think, um, as Elle was saying, I think it's good for – no, sorry, it was um, Judy, wasn't it? Good for my work-life balance. I think it's good for time, more time for my partner and I to spend together because that's been a real um, – sacrifice this this year we're working so hard i think it's so easy to forget that that's really important to have that especially when often they're supporting you in in loads more ways than anyone else with looking after the kids and just being there all the time when you're pissed off and grumpy um so that that'd be really good but to have more time to develop the training stuff and, and that's something that's really exciting for next year um and it's just a bit of a frustration right now that i've not had time to really plan what that looks like or how I go forward with that. And, and this will free up all of that time. Nice. Unreal. Outsourcing. Can't beat it. It's so good. Once, yeah. once you discover it. <laughs> well, it, so it and I'm sure everyone thinks the same thing, but you think, why the hell didn't I do this two years ago? <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, well, that's but, awesome. You yeah. found someone, especially close to home. And um, just yeah. out of interest, what do you pay for, for a wedding to be edited by your outsourcing person? Well, this is the thing. The um, It's 110 pounds uk pounds i don't know what that is in 20 australian aussie dollars yeah so probably yeah 150 160 us um and considering that i think also i'm really crap at editing i never realized i think i take a long time over it because um i was taking a good 10 12 hours on a wedding in total so wow. 
to hand that off for 110 quid. It's just insane. And um, yeah, this, you know, it's all upside there. So. Yeah. I think so. Kate's asking you there, was it, was it hard or difficult for you to hand over control of the editing? I think the answer for everyone that's done this is yes, it is initially difficult, but if you get the results like Nick had, it's like, ah, this is going to be good. (laughs) Is that right? I think if you you get the right, if you get the right person and and you, it's the feedbacks you you do. What I tend to do is this editor, she, would always say so what what she doesn't do is say i'm going to be at some point taking your pixie set details and delivering straight to the client so she what she says and i really liked that what i really liked this that she says i'll get you to about 90 percent, and you put in the last hour of tweaking and fiddling and so you do that and you're changing stuff as you go through the images but probably not in any way that's absolutely substantive you're not making real changes but it makes you feel like you've still got that final control yeah. and if there's an image that you think just needs a bit of dodge and burn and you want to put a bit more extra love into it then you get to do that as well and so i think um yes yeah, as, as kate was saying i think i think that that's where i feel i've still got that control because the last person that sees those images before they get delivered is me sure. and so i still feel like i've got that that waypoint to get in there and change stuff if i need to Awesome. Uh, Nick, if, uh, if that particular person you're using for outsourcing has room to take on more clients, could you share her details in the chat? Um, sure. It looks yeah. like uh, Richard's asking about that and someone else might be interested in it as well. If you're happy to share it. Uh, I'm just going to come back to Ian quickly. Uh, Ian, do you have the same pricing for engaged couples as your families? Yeah, I guess, I guess that's something else that's changed this year. I realized that we were getting to like, we, we started off by having two brands and then two Instagram accounts, two Facebook accounts and two web pages and it gradually had just sort of turned into like having to run two businesses. So this year we've gone through really everything that can be um, brought back to be the same. Um, we've, we've consolidated them. So things like, yeah, price list is, is exactly the same. Um, the um, we were playing around with like taking things off walls when people came in for, for meetings and stuff, but they're just, they're both um, visible. Um, yeah. So, same with, so an engaged couple will pay the same price for uh, this medium collection behind you as a family. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. 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 They're, they're slightly less likely to buy that. Um, engaged couple um, generally they'll, they'll go for something a little bit, a little bit smaller, but we've had actually the medium ones um, are, pretty good sellers for engaged couples but there's a large next to me that's that's massive and with just two faces um it's really hard to sell one of those and i'm also not really um i wouldn't buy it so it's hard to the right photos i'd I'd buy them one behind me but okay so for for anyone that's just listening to this in in the future it's it looks like is it a 16 by 20 and and say and four 11 by 14s around it something like that for the medium yeah, so it's actually it's a little bit smaller. So it's a 1411, um, three 8x8s eight eight and 8x12. Okay. So all framed up separately but but um, hanging to look like they're meant to be together like a, as yeah. a collection. Yeah, I think because they're on the wall designed like that and because we've got the designs in ProSelect, I think that's sort of part of, a, part of the service. I think that they, they see it all together and they can, you know, we can, we can lay it out for them. Right. What, what does that cost? Are you happy to share it? Yeah, that's fine. Um, so the, the prices are so 1470 is the small, which is um, which is three prints. Uh, 2470 is the the medium, so that one behind me is the medium, and then 3590 is the is the large. Wow! So engaged couple potentially spending uh, twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, pretty regularly. 
to be honest. Wow, that is awesome. So- we also have people who have the planning appointment and um, and then something comes up. <laughs> um, and that's okay. I, you know, I, I'd, rather, I'd much rather that than um, they have the planning appointment. Um, oh, sorry, go to the planning appointment. They just have to shoot. They see the prices, freak out. It's uncomfortable for everybody. Um, and there's, there's cheaper things available. They can get individual prints and things like that. But the collections are what most people get. And so I'm just upfront with people about that. Right. So if, um, a couple, if a couple doesn't come to a planning appointment, then the shoot doesn't go ahead until they attend that meeting. In most cases, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes I'll do a, um, a Skype call for a planning appointment or something like that, um, you said. Um, and we've had a couple where there was just enough discussed on the phone. They're travelling from Gippsland, which for anyone who's nowhere near here, um, that's like a, a three-hour drive. Um, and, and so I didn't want to make them do that wow. <laughs> three times. They, yes. they come in once to, for the shoot and once to pick up their artwork. And then online. And, and for anyone that isn't aware, Ian has built a, a business or, or part of his business around photographing engaged couples, but not actually photographing their wedding. So if anyone mm-hmm. wants to hear more about that, they can sort of chat to Ian or put something in the chat and I'll ask more questions about that. Yeah. But, um, I, I love the fact that that's a, a business model that a lot of people aren't even considering. They think you have to do an engagement shoot to photograph a wedding. Weddings are really dropping off for us. We've, we've only got like eight next, um, next year, but they're, they're awesome weddings. And so I'm hoping we can get the number back up but keep the quality um, up so I can stay excited about weddings. I love it. I love it. And also, uh, Ian, I'm going to direct you back to the, the chat window as well because Ed has asked you a question about tracking uh, and keeping up to date with people that you're interacting with. Mervyn's already replied there. He's using uh, Creator Studio for Facebook and Instagram, but you might have something to add there as well. I can't see the question. Um, by the way, uh, whoever said it, it was Brilliant Prints, that, uh, that delivery, and they're awesome. Um, <laughs> where's that question? I'll, um, I'm going to mute you, and I'll come back to you. You can have a look. Maybe you can put that down in the um, All right, cool. chat. Um, Bernie. Just unmute yourself, Bernie. Just one second. Just uh, go again. Go off again, Bernie. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. From the noise and bustle of this very busy cafe. Um, uh, two things. The first great thing I did this year, and I don't want it to sound like an ad, but I got a business coach. Uh, it's the third business coach I've had as a photography business coach, and uh, it's working fantastically well. We have uh, weekly meetings, and uh, for my coaching business, it's, it's been fantastic. What's Bernie? What's the number one thing you asked that business coach before hiring them to know that they were the right business coach for you? Um, it was sort of interesting. That's a good question. What I liked about it was his processes that actually got me to sign up with him. In what regard? That there was a systemized approach, or they guaranteed yeah, a result? There was, well, well, there was a systemized approach that. Uh, put me through a, uh, a process that got me to signing up with him. And I'm utilizing that and I'm, I'm implementing that with my photographers as well that I coach. So I liked, I liked everything he did. It wasn't particularly a question because it's a 12-month coaching. So um, 
and, and this is my third business coach, by the way. The first business coach I had was when I started coaching seven years ago. Um, so I'm a believer in, in uh, a, a business coach. I mean, I'm sure out there there's a podcast coach for you, Andrew. Not that anyone can do it any better than you do, especially <laughs> coaches for everybody and every facet of our lives, sport, music, whatever, um, and to help us um, improve. That's all. Yeah, totally. Good teacher. Who's, who's your coach? Um, my coach is the coach's coach. Um, this guy, Eric Dumbach, uh, who's in Texas, uh, created a coaching business, turned it into a million-dollar business in four years and wow. uh, sold it uh, and now coaches thousands of photographers around the world. And this, this is big-time coaching, you know. This is million-dollar stuff. It's yeah. not, you know, small time. So I feel like a very small fish in a very big pond with a, a lot of very big fish around me and uh, that's the way one grows which is how it's a bit scary yeah. it's a bit scary sometimes yeah. being in that pond seeing all these big fish earning millions of dollars yeah, I, think um, how, I think that's how a lot of photographers feel i i know but uh, the other comment i just wanted to make was from my perspective as a photography business coach is I've never seen so much positivity in the industry than I've seen over the last three months. Ellie, you've done fantastic in your business to achieve what you've achieved, and I congratulate you again on that. And these sorts of things are sort of inspirational. And with my clients, I've seen so much success. We've broken so much, so many records, and it's been unbelievable. So. It's all out there for those who want it. I'm really excited about the future of photography. It's a great industry to be in. And there's so much money to be made. It's incredible. I mean, there's so many examples. I mean, Mark has turned over nearly $400,000. He was interviewed, you know, and this is his third year of business. 400000 Next year, he'll turn over half a million. He's on a three-week holiday. Uh, Brian, who you're going to interview, he just messaged me. He's had a record month. He's got 22, 22 portrait sessions booked for January. I mean, and most of my clients have, have that, up to 20 sessions booked already for January. So it's going to be great to go from Christmas to January with that much work. Pretty I good. mean, I wish I'd have had that in my business. What about our very own Elle, Elle Goss, hey? Doing That's nothing and cleaning up. Elle's yeah. done amazing. <laughs> She's inspirational to, to everybody. She is. I like and, say doing nothing. <laughs> trying to grow a human. Yeah. <laughs> but, but having said that, you know, I've got a client Amy in New Zealand who does part-time because she's got four kids, works in school hours, and had a record $32,000 month in January working three weeks. Awesome. So um, it's all out there for you too. You can double triple whatever you're doing. So I just wanted to throw that out there. That it's such a positive environment. I've never seen the industry. If I was a photographer starting out now, I'd be I'd be so excited about what's possible. Nice, I love that. I love that. Um, where, it's super noisy where you are. I heard you say it's a cafe. Which, which city, which country are you in at the moment? I'm in Port Melbourne in Victoria. Oh, back home. 
back to New York on the 30th of this month, so another four or five days, and back to New York for three months. Um, looking forward to going to the uh, Nashville, Tennessee Professional Photographers of America three-day event there. Nice. Unreal. Well, thanks for, thanks for coming in and thanks for sharing that, Bernie. That is so good. Um, I'm going to jump over to Kate Thomas because I know Kate has a – she's got a promo running at the moment and I think it's going uh, absolute gangbusters. And, yeah, I don't know how she's even being here on this call. So, Kate, you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Uh, it's actually finished now. The promo's finished. Thank goodness. Um, uh, yeah, I got – it's just been the, the biggest thing I've done this year. And um, so I took on um, business coaching with Mark Rosetto in August 1st I started – and um, this is the second promo I have done since since that coaching. The coaching was absolutely amazing. It was unbelievable. It blew my mind. So the first promo I, I did after that, I, I think, you know, I had small numbers, but for me, they were really big. This time, yeah, I'm just taking bookings like so, punches to the face and a one-armed boxing match, you know. <laughs> <laughs> tell us what you did, Kate. So you ran a competition. This was, a, mm. was it a horse or photo of the year competition? Yeah, so we, you know, Andrew, we call my husband the CEO of um, of, our, of our family business, um, and uh, every year he does, he chooses an image um, of the year, and that the person that wins usually wins a prize. This year we did it differently, and uh, we had five images and sent it out to vote, and uh, yeah, and the people, we had 280 votes, um, and out of that, 100 and, 183 became hot leads. And, yeah, so we're working through that right now. Yeah, Awesome. So for anyone that's listening, what you did, you had a, a series of, I think it was five beautiful photos mm-hmm. that the CEO had chosen as possible favourites. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you showed those photos. You had a, basically a, running an ad on Facebook, directed people mm-hmm. to a landing page. We got to vote. And by voting, we entered a competition. Yep. And, um, so there's going to be one winner. And then all these runner-up, uh, I guess, winners, prize winners, and they're all going to qualify for a session, I imagine, and some kind of credit. Yeah, so they had the option to um, to choose whether they'd like to go in a draw to win, yeah, to win a session. And we said we had ten sessions, but and then we said we extended it to twenty. But yeah, we've had seventy people at the moment are on the list, and thirty have booked in. So you've got thirty actual bookings already. Mm-hmm. Great. Have you done any shoots or sales sessions yet? Uh, no, I'm actually finishing off the last promo because of, we had some really inclement weather here in New Zealand and, uh, yeah, it was really difficult there for a while. So I'm trying to catch up um, and, yeah, so I'm not getting much downtime, unfortunately, but January is completely chocker. So, awesome. yeah. We're going to follow up. I'm going to follow up with you next year to see how these sales sessions run. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing after hearing Ian uh, Ian Sim comment on the um, the pre shoot consultations, how successful they've been, that could be something we're worth considering if you have time. It is. It's absolutely something I'm thinking about doing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I'm still. You know. I'm still on the fence really about IPS and, and Nick Peel's, you know, online selling. I'm really still on the fence. I'm not convinced yet. Mark has not managed to a hundred percent convince me, but um, 
Yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes. At the moment, I'm running a little bit of a hybrid sort of model. And, uh, and, and the, so you can actually choose whether you want to come into the studio or you can, um, you, you know, view your images online. And I would say at the moment that's running about 70, 30, 70 online, 30% people wanting to come into the studio. So I'm just going to try that out for a little while and see how that works. Good. Yeah. And for anyone that isn't aware, Kate's been on the, uh, on the show before and she was at the, at the verge of giving up her business. Like she was about to chuck it all in. I think it was maybe, maybe six or eight months ago, maybe a bit longer now. I think it was, it was probably like, I think we spoke in January. Right. Yeah, because they're going that, into this January with 70 bookings or something or 70 yeah. bookings. Yeah, yeah and so in a year, when I think about what I've achieved in 12 months, has been pretty phenomenal. But I tell you what, I head down, bum up the entire way. But I really need to say, I couldn't have done it without an incredible husband, you know. We've oh, got, I, thought you, I thought for sure you were going to say incredible podcast host. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, that's done, awesome. that done amazing, Kate. It's been so good. I'm looking forward to following up uh, yeah. in the year as well with all this. Yeah, um, be great. Who else has done something this year that, that's, that's worked well for them before we change topics? Anyone else got something that's actually worked for them this year? Yeah, Julie. Yeah, so I was very lucky that in my local area, a co working space opened up, but just for wedding professionals. So, wedding professional co working space. And, um, at the start, it was hard for me to justify going because we've just bought a house and I'm converting a garage into a studio for myself. And so it was hard to justify spending the money to go then to another co-working space when I had a home office. But yeah, I've decided I'd just go once every three weeks on a pay-as-you-go day rate. And it's been amazing just like networking with the other vendors and for my creativity and just for problem solving and also for my writing just to have a change of environment so yeah it's been a real game changer for me just to spend more physical time with other wedding professionals so how much do you pay then to use that space and do you actually get work done or you're talking more than working well yeah it's funny you say that some i i don't suffer from a lack of motivation so i when i'm home i'm working so there's no issue there but i go yeah probably a little bit more to be social not to get like through the to-do list but just for problem solving really a little bit like this i guess yeah so um it's quite pricey compared to some of the other co-working spaces it's 45 aussie dollars for the one day if you commit to more like one day a week or full time it comes down considerably but i can't but yeah for 45 dollars for the one day if i go once every three weeks it's money well spent awesome that's good i mean it doesn't sound super expensive um once every three weeks but particularly if you're getting that injection of motivation and um that networking at the same time that sounds yeah um, I had a conversation with one of the photographers I love and I said, oh, you never really tag me when I'm in the photos. It's kind of a pet peeve of mine. And he was like, oh, yeah, I never really think to tag the other vendors. And I said, well, you should. The next day he did an Insta story. He found a photo of me from one of our weddings. And he said, if you're not following Julie Muir already, you, you should. And five minutes later, I got an inquiry on Instagram from one of his brides saying, you've just been recommended. Are you free on this date? And I said, yes. And she booked me without even needing me my top price how good is that yeah just wow on, just let's pay for that networking space now yeah it, well yeah exactly yeah that's true <laughs> yeah um l i have to disappear for two minutes can you can you run this thing for a minute yeah of course awesome back in one minute oh i don't know i don't know if i'm uh, to be trusted with this responsibility <laughs> um awesome all right well let's continue on somebody else what have, what have you done this year? 
Come on, don't leave me hanging. <laughs> Anyone? Okay, I'll jump in. So Thanks, I'm bit... Rachel. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing worse than being left hanging. Um, so I'm a little bit different. So I do commercial photography, mostly agriculture. So it is a bit challenging with our drought conditions in mm. Australia. But I have done about 10 case studies with New South Wales Local Land Services this year, which included travelling about 9,000 kilometres for those case studies. So a videographer friend of mine, they actually wanted to video the case studies, but he and I attended together and we put me in to do stills for them to build their image bank. And I do quite a bit of that sort of stuff, building image banks for companies and things like that. But probably the best thing I've done is to actually just be more confident in saying, that's the price, this is what you get for it. I can, you know, I can do this and do this. And saying no to the whole, can you do 117 hours of work and give me 18,000 photos for $58? And say, yeah, no. And no, I can't recommend anybody else to do it either. So having that confidence has certainly helped a bit. Um, the other thing I did do is back in October, I went back to New South Wales DPI, which is Department of Primary Industries, working in animal biosecurity, which is actually animal health and diseases and biosecurity, actually my professional quals. So doing that three days a week is also gives me more confidence to be saying, yes, no, that is the price. Um, so it's just having that little bit more confidence, I think, has helped. And for me, it's actually a really lovely balance because I'm doing the animal biosecurity stuff, which, as I say, I'm really interested in as well, and I can still balance that out with photography. So, yeah. um, so a lot of the marketing stuff for me is, look, I find it really challenging. I can sell other people. Um, I don't feel comfortable selling myself, which is probably why I go by the tagline of the 17th photographer because there are so many people saying they were the number one. It's like, oh, I'll just aim for top 20. That'll, that'll work for me. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's having that balance actually probably works for me better. So, so doing, I've got a regular income coming in but I've also got time to do things. And one of the things I'm doing at the moment is building a website for the kids' rugby club because I had all the imagery. So I actually just said, right, I can build it for you for this amount of money, but it will also include the value of this amount of content sort of thing. And I'll, and so and through that, then they'll advertise me throughout um, next year and things like that. So, And I put very strict parameters on that of what I would photograph for them next year as well. So I wasn't... Um, so it wasn't a case of, oh, Rachel can do it, Rachel can do it, Rachel can do it. So, yeah, so we'll see, we'll see how that goes as well. Ah, that's awesome. awesome. That confidence is really hard to find, but once you find it, it's really, it's really nice to, like, you know, you feel like you've got it then. It's hard, it's hard to lose again, but the, uh, it's one, once you've got it and that way. Yeah, that, that's, that's the thing. It's like I, I can't bring myself to run Facebook ads yet, but then again, and whether because of the clientele that I'm looking for, whether that would work or not, and I'm happy to be um, pointed in the right direction in that respect. Um, but, yeah, look, that's kind of why I stay behind the camera and shy away from photographing people. But that said, talking about, yeah, your top nine photos, and I quickly did it while we were talking, and, yeah, the top photo is the actual one that I put, that Kim Story, who's also in this group, took of me, and I did a little blurb about my background. And, yeah, it was the one that got 
the most interest and engagement. That's so good. Uh, I just went and grabbed Linda quickly. She wanted to say hello. Well, she didn't really. She, I wanted to come and say hello. <laughs> come over here. So she's trying to make a bed now on the, in the back. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Don't share. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's madly baking in the kitchen, yeah. getting ready for visitors and guests. And yeah, so. See you. Have a good Christmas, guys. You too. I hope you enjoyed part one of this two-part session recorded on Christmas Eve Eve 2019 with PhotoBizX members. I mentioned earlier, if you do have any follow-up questions for anything you heard or from anyone that you heard from in today's episode, feel free to use the comments area at the bottom of the show notes. They are at photobizx.com forward slash 340. And of course, if you are a premium member, feel free to tag that person inside the members Facebook group. I know they'll be happy to come back and elaborate on any questions that you might have for them. Next week is part two of this recording where we go into what these photographers would do or are planning to do in 2020 to move the needle in their business and also to share an embarrassing story or a stuff up that they are happy to share. If you are listening to this episode as it goes live, have a fantastic Christmas wherever you are in the world. Enjoy the time with your family, with your friends, eating, drinking, being merry, doing what you do wherever you are for Christmas. And if you are for any reason spending Christmas alone and you do want someone to chat to, someone to share it with, feel free to shoot me a PM. If I can jump on a quick call with you, I'd be more than happy to do that. Do not feel like you are alone because if you are part of this community, you definitely are not alone. We are in this together. And again, if you want to chat, shoot me a PM. If I can jump on a call, I'd love to do that. And if that's not possible, I'll certainly be happy to exchange some messages. But from the bottom of my heart, have a fantastic Christmas. Enjoy the new year or the lead up to the new year. And I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. Enjoyed this episode? Head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment, and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest.